It's some stuff going on here. It's something's up with Steven up in the hizzy. Um, hizzy is a uh, not white person for um, house. Um, it's not a word that I made up. Just so you know, but I like saying it. It's fun up in this hizzy. I believe the most prolific user of this word would be Snoop Dogg. Yes. So it is almost June. Looks like shit's turning around a little bit. I don't know. See what happens. You just uh, never know. All the stores around here are pretty much hit and miss going in. Some people wearing masks. Some people not. Just whatever. You breathe air around the mask. I'm not for or against it. I'm just about protecting people. So if you feel like you need to be protected, I mean, to put on a mask. I carry some hand sanitizer in my pocket. And I do have a mask with me because I just don't want, you know, I'm a people pleaser. I don't want to upset a bunch of people um just because i'm not wearing a mask i just slip one on my freaking my bad boy and uh look mouth's covered up nose is covered up um not a big deal anymore you know and i don't think it's uh if i had to like be working in it all day and i was sweating and everything it would definitely be an issue um rough definitely rough but if I'm just having to throw it on and then when I jump in my car, I take that bad boy off, it's okay. I mean, that's just, it's, it's a, you know, it's not an inconvenience to me. So, but other people are getting all upset. It's, it's, it's that, uh, you never know what you're going to get going in the store, like I said. Because um, some people will be mad that you're wearing it. I've had people getting upset and it's bullshit, it's not real, blah, 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 blah. Quit watching the fake news and all this. And like, I had one dude that was pretty in my face about it. And I was like, look, dude, just mind your own fucking business. What the hell's wrong with you? Like, I'm not hurting anybody. I'm trying to protect some people. I don't know. But, I mean, being mad about it like that is ridiculous. And then, you know, other people about uh, about wearing the mask. I was uh, in, oh, what store was that? Oh, um, I had gone into a guitar center for a um, XLR cable, and it was 100% absolutely required that you wore a mask. Um, they were letting people in one at a time, pretty much doing curbside. You know, you ask for, you know, okay, what do you want? I'll, I'll find you a couple and bring them to you kind of thing. But they let me in the store. I was wearing a mask and found my, my cable, the one that I'm using right now. It was real cool, and then people tried to come in the door and they're like wanting to try out guitars and they're like yeah uh about that no sir um we're not really letting people browse or just try out guitars right now because uh you'd just be leaving germs all over them and then the the dad was like he was bringing his two kids and he's like well can i show them the one that that i was looking at this is this i know which one it is and they were cool with that so um they're they really these companies are really trying to accommodate people and uh and and just make it you know uh just as safe this is an unprecedented event that we're going through and uh nobody really knows the exact 100 percent right thing we should be doing right now so just the fact that all these guys are trying uh it speaks volumes about uh, what they think of their customers and the people that aren't doing any of that stuff you know um, maybe they just don't believe that this is uh 
a real big deal or as big deal it's made out to be it's it's meant to distract us that whole conspiracy side of it um and maybe it was i mean nobody knows who's right and wrong right now that's what i find just crazy about all this because there's some very relevant relevant points on either side of this um and uh history uh kind of plays a little bit of part in this you know going back to 1918 and everything and how they handled all this stuff you know it's it's uh it's in some ways it's almost like we're repeating history we're caught with our pants down didn't know what the hell to do don't have information don't know you know really what's up so it's it's just uh it's hard not to think on the side that maybe this is this is a whole thing just to keep us distracted from one of probably one of the most uh, influential um, elections that we've ever had um, coming up. It's just around the corner over here and uh, coming up in 2016. I mean, you saw that whole summer of just craziness on social media, people at each other's throats. It's the divide of the sheep, man. And it's crazy. There's so many people that are falling for it. And I'm just, you know, I kick back and just watch this stuff happen because, you know, you just never, you never know what the truth is going to be until uh, the, you know, the all the information comes out. So we'll see what's really been going on and, and everything, I'm sure. And in, in the next few years, we'll find out. But I hope everybody is, uh, is alive and well. And, uh, doing good that they um they aren't struggling too much i know times are tough out there and they say that there's help out there but there really isn't it, it there is and there isn't you know it's it's difficult to get um some people don't have the resources to get them back and forth and do all these appointments and um and dedicate all their time to doing that you know and they're trying to look for work and it just gets overwhelming you know and uh uh, my heart goes out to you and uh keeping your uh your flu hustle going uh is is uh must uh is mucho importante is just to keep that hustle going and and keep your mind straight i uh have been struggling with just keeping my mind right through all of this and trying to figure out what in the hell it just seems everything has just hit me all at once in this last year and it's like what in the hell am i doing with my life here so uh, i'm not saying that mine's worse off than anybody else's or i have it better i don't know i'm just saying i'm going through it with you and uh if there's anything i can do to help you um you just need to reach out and and uh just say hey this is what i got going on man you can always leave voice messages for me um you can go to anchor.fm find the show on there uh my profile is backslash stephen michael faber and uh yeah look for um our podcast uh right over there on anchor and then there is an option once you find my podcast and it's the skeleton dude with the um sitting there in a in a little blue tux some glasses on says something's up with steven and orange on it that's the one um you can choose an option to uh leave a voice message for me and i will put those in the episodes 
So I, that would be real fun to start doing that and get some, get some fun ones going on. And, uh, um, I'm eventually going to have people via, um, Skype and, uh, um, anchor. Um, you can, uh, I can add people into the podcast just to chat so you can be a part of the action too. So definitely going to get all this stuff going on. I'm just finding out about all this. As I said, I'm not going to make this a whole nother episode of me apologizing for how much I suck at this. Um, we're just going to move forward and, uh, deal with what we got, what we got going on over here. But today got the pro audio, um, gonna be jamming out i love it you know because you never know what's gonna happen i just might bust into a you know you just never know what you're gonna bust into you never know what's gonna happen here i don't know oh shit oh my lord just makes me feel alive and this guy wants to die them blues that you kick yourself in the dick while you're down because your dog left you and you can't find your last pack of cigarettes blues baby some rough shit right there man oh man in this in this time where we all thought we were gonna die Man, I'm sure there's a lot of people coming out the other side here going, fuck, well, we're gonna, looks like we're gonna make it. I don't know what the hell's happening. Looking like we're gonna make it, though. I got, uh, playing in the background here, uh, there's some from WFAA as a local station around Dallas-Fort Worth here, and up on YouTube, they have some of the, uh, um, greatest storm footage and stuff from around here because we get some gnarly thunderstorms, hail, even tornadoes and stuff. And some of these uh, videos are coming from cruisers or their storm vehicles and stuff that they have out and about on the prowl. And this shit is gnarly. <laughs> Watching time lapse, definitely check it out. Um, it says uh, the, the title on this YouTube is Tree Gets Wiped Away During Severe Storms Over North Texas. I mean, watch this tree from being a normal full tree to get systematically ripped apart by the storm. And people are still just driving by. People are freaking nuts over here, man. So used to this shit to be sensitized. You go driving into the freaking to a tornado and shit going, ah, it's going to take a ride, don't worry. And usually it takes a ride. You guys are fucking nuts. You've been uh, desensitized by um, violent storms. And violent storms in your area has desensitized you, sir. And now you guys drive 105 miles an hour down the freeway while it's torrentially raining. And uh, I'm telling you right now, you scare the shit out of me sometimes, guys. Just scare the shit out of me, I'm telling you. But yeah, back to you never know what's going to happen. You never know. It just might bust into some. You just never know. I have fun playing with this board. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. I can sing you uh, hymns and stuff like that.
<laughs> if that if you have a like a amplifier in your car, I apologize for your speakers right there because um, I may have taken a couple months off of them with that frequency. Um, those weren't notes right there. Those were the pitches that are in between notes that um, the singers strive their whole lives not to hit. Um, I can uh, effortlessly hit all the ones that they don't want to hit uh, simultaneously. And this may make me sound like a bad singer, but um, it's a talent. Um, usually you get one or two of the notes right. Me, get all of them wrong. It's greatness. Um, it's definitely a talent. Um, I try not to showcase it too much, but uh, with the acquisition of this new soundboard and its fun, nifty delay and uh, repeat feature, features on it i just you know i just gotta use it it's uh just how it goes gotta play with stuff i'm a guy you give me something that's a gadget i'm gonna play with it that's what i'm gonna do you know you never know it, it might end up being something cool and then after five minutes you might end up just putting it down and being like this is a total turd man why the hell did they even make these um i definitely have those moments and I'm like, oh, this looks super cool. And you play with it for a minute and you're like, Psh. Um, Toys were terrible for me as a kid because I got bored of them really quick. But if you gave me sporting equipment, sporting goods, stuff like that, you know, baseball mitt, um, football, gave me a soccer, uh, soccer ball, that would be um, heaven for me. And I'd make, you know, good use out of all that stuff, um, especially pay, playing baseball. We had the neighborhood baseball league going on. Um, we had enough kids where we could make two different teams, and we played with tennis balls, so all age of kids could play. And we played in a park uh, right down the road from my grandmother's house in Mount Vernon. Um, that um, park is known as Sherman Anderson Park uh, down there. And we used to climb the fence and uh, uh, play in the actual, the, the nice area. And then they started letting us in to play in there and on the nice field before they would stripe it and everything. They'd let us, see, you know, before they did all their maintenance, they'd be like, you got an hour. And then we'd play it up for an hour on, on that field and then uh, head back out to the park. But right on the other side of this fence, and the, it's a cool old fort-style fence, so it's uh, logs that are standing um, end on standing uh, vertically and um, all linked together like that. Just super cool fence. Um, just big old logs but it was a bitch to try to climb because there was no footholds there was no handles you'd have to find something so you could reach to the top of the fence you know there was trees that ran along one side of it and you could climb up in the tree and then step out of the tree onto the top of the fence and then you'd just have to drop on the other side there's you know there's no footholds or anything um i would walk down and there's some vending machines down below it and i think the fence was about it was 10 foot i do believe and uh, I'd go over and then I'd drop onto the vending machines there and then down in the field and then run back. But uh, I fell off the wall once and uh, I decided that I'd just start dropping. It, was, uh, it wasn't as scary just to, just to fall. So, uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun back in the day, though. That uh, whole area of Mount Vernon right there. I mean, all of us kids got along. Now there, you know, there was a little bit of fight and there wasn't crazy stuff happening or anything. Um, but the stuff that you see now, like my old neighborhood down there, um, I was really, uh, 
sh uh, shown that I wasn't welcome there the last time I was there. Um, it's the plot where my grandmother's house was torn down. Uh, it's just empty parking lots next to uh, this. It's the fairgrounds right there. And uh, our house was right up against the south entrance fence. Um, two of our property lines were lined with the with that so we could charge people to park over there it was greatness um we had uh hundreds of days of just having fun and making money and uh hanging out and then going into the fair you know um throughout my life of doing that so i figured i would still be kind of at least recognized when i go into that neighborhood by some of the folks that uh that were around there but these are apartments none of the same people are there so i was hanging out and checking out where my grandma's house and these i mean these gangbangers came across the street and said what the fuck are you doing here you need to leave and problems and i told them who i was and everything and they're just like so like leave nobody cares like you're making everybody nervous think the cop, they're probably dealing out of there or something i don't know what the hell was going on but they made it perfectly clear that i was not uh welcome there and not to come back so it's just wild to think i grew up in that neighborhood used to walk around there stay out until well after dark you know till midnight sometimes just hanging out and us kids running around just you know we go up to the park at night go up that was scary you go up you have to walk through the forest to get to this little park at the top of blackburn hill and at night you know all the raccoons and you know it's just critters running around there's you know there's deer and stuff up in the forest but there's no bears right there you had to go over the little mountain for that um then it was just a little chunk of forest just right off the road there that was part of the park and uh we didn't think about, you know, junkies, homeless people, or anything back in the day. We didn't really see a lot of that. And they were definitely in in the forest up there, but that was something that we weren't concerned. We had, you know, it was not something that we even thought about. So we could, so much shit could have happened to us as kids, just being by ourselves and being up there. But I think sticking together as a group really um, kept us safe, you know, because there'd be like 10 of us. You know, so you couldn't catch all of us if you wanted to, you know, because we had a few situations like that. The cops couldn't catch all of us or uh, um, some of the thugs in the hood couldn't keep up with all of us. Some of, of us are going to get caught, but most of us are going to get away. So we used to play that game quite a bit, too. But, you know, that was fun. And the guys would get a hold of you and stuff. It's not like they'd beat you up and, like completely you know black eyes and and everything else it was just you know they'd rough you up a little bit and mess with you and you know they'd threaten you and make you think that something bad was going to happen but they weren't really trying to hurt you they were just the older kids and just trying to be shitheads to you you know when it all came down to it we were all you know friends at the end of the day not like they you know beat the crap out of us at school and you know, just did crappy stuff to us all the time. It was, you know, it was just, we would mess with them a little bit and they'd get sick of it, you know, and it's usually when they were trying to um, smoke weed. Back then, we'd sneak up on them and scare them and shit and then they'd get all mad and then they were paranoid so they wouldn't want to sit in there smoking anymore and then they'd have to change their spot and we used to follow them around all the time. We'd find their spots and their stashes and all kinds of different stuff. If they were doing something that they shouldn't have been, um, we would definitely find out about it and uh, uh, make sure, you know, we weren't trying to get them busted. We'd just try to um, kind of blackmail them a little bit, you know, 
be like it, it's going to cost you 15 packs of of um upper deck uh trading cards all sealed um we don't want your crappy used cards we want all sealed brand new you know things like that you know i want the ken griffey jr starting lineup figure um you can get it at uh at the uh card shop downtown you know it was stuff like that we blackmail them a little bit and usually they pay up and i've uh there was one kid uh danny he would give me the indian rug burns man and real bad and i had a another buddy daniel that i used to hang out with was, uh daniel eddie and he was freaking awesome when we were kids man he he got me uh he taught me the indian rug burn trick so these guys would i just act like it hurt a little bit and uh yeah and they'd usually fuck with me just for a little while and let me go but they had some older brothers and shit i think their name was like lalo and um they were the older kids though you know they're already in high school when we were i think daniel was the oldest of us and he was in middle school and i was from from about fourth grade until um the summer of going into seventh grade we were all uh real close in that neighborhood and hung out and you know there was a whole crew of us and everybody that hung out and parents knew each other all that good stuff for the most part i don't know if all the parents knew um knew my family i was the white kid and we lived in a big house so they just figured that i was a good boy <laughs> usually it's usually how it worked and uh some of the hispanic families they get mad when i come over and hang out they're like why don't you guys want to go hang out at your house and it's like because you got this nintendo game here like i don't have tech like back then it was tecmo bowl and stuff like that and uh it's like i don't have that at home let's take the game over to the house and they'd be like oh, okay so they started sending their kids over with the uh with the video games that we like to play together so that was fun and my uh nintendo got so used it just quit working i'm sure my grandma probably still has it in storage somewhere too that's what's crazy I would definitely love to get a hold of that thing again because it was the original early 80s, like the 87 one. I think probably it was the second round of them being released, um, you know, and they sold out the first time. Um, my dad got it on the second wave that came through the toy stores, and I do believe he got it at KB Toys back in the day, a store that doesn't even exist anymore. That was the spot. They had all the games on the wall and everything, you know. Yeah, Nintendo back in the day for me was uh, definitely something I liked to do. And I had a whole um, year pretty much when I was, uh, how old was I? I was eight years old. I was in second grade where all I did, I'd come home from school, I'd do my homework right away, and then I'd sit there and watch TV. I didn't even play video games or anything, and I'd sit and uh we had a uh, a second it wasn't a family room it was the living room on the other side of the house that my grandma had set up and it had all the nice furniture and everything in it that you weren't and i'd hang out in there there's no rough housing in there like no if you're watching tv you had to stand there you could kind of sit on one of the chairs that were in there but you better not be climbing all over everything and whatever she just didn't like people in there it was for company adults that came over but I spent that whole year just hanging out in there, and I had, there was a, my dad had brought his girlfriend and her kids to live with us, and this kid was bullying me the whole time and beating me up, and I, I just wouldn't want to go outside because of the crap he'd do. 
and uh, that whole year because he was there I was so depressed that I just spent all that time just hanging out not doing much wouldn't defend myself or anything I don't know why I was scared of that kid because when I finally did get sick of it and I stood up for myself that was it <clears throat> everything was done right there and he was scared as shit um, and wanted no more of this I finally had told my family and my dad what was going on he's like trying to hit me with the extension cords and did a few times um, throwing uh, tools at me and stuff like that like out in the garage like broke my just doing shitty stuff in general like anything I try to do he's destroying it um, if I was trying to hang out with one of my friends he was making fun of them and uh, trying to beat me up in front of them and then threatening to beat them up too so when I finally snapped and uh, went, you know, got back to my senses and everything, and mind you, I was only eight years old. It was the first real confrontation I'd ever had with somebody that wasn't one of my family members, you know. That it wasn't, you know, um, a dad being mad at a kid or a grandma being mad at a kid. It was another kid fucking with me. So, because he was older, I thought he could beat me up and everything. And when I finally did kind of lose it a little bit, he curled up in a ball and didn't want me hitting him anymore and started crying. And then, come to find out, um, he pees the bed and all this other stuff. It was great vindication. I remember that feeling of, finally, I'm not a prisoner in my own fucking home anymore. You know, because I really was. He took over my bedroom and everything, and I wasn't allowed. And she had, they had this weird little sister. She was one day um, younger than me. She was born on the 18th of November. And she was always trying to hump me or hump on me. Or she wanted to, you know, play house. And then she was like, well, the house people, they hump in the closet. Just weird shit. And I, I totally stayed away from her after the, She tried that shit about two times. And I was like, look, <laughs> like, stay the hell away from me. It creeped me out. It was so weird when I was a kid. I just thought that was so weird. But, you know, I had played the humping game when I was younger, you know, with one of the girls across the street. So it was just her. She was weird, I think. I don't know. It's not that I was opposed to the humping game. I was down for that at eight years old. Just not with her. <laughs> And that's like, uh, aren't you supposed to be my stepsister or something? So that's what everybody at school called him was my, my stepbrother, my stepsister, blah, blah, blah. And nobody really liked them at school. They were from California. They were different than us Washingtonians. And I was like, where are these people from? Why are they so freaking rude to everybody? Yep, Californian. Not all Californians are rude like that. Just entitled little, little motherfuckers are, you know. Have that attitude or fuck everybody else, you know. One of those deals. Like you're more importante than you really are. I've been one. I've I've been that dude before. I just thought I was way more special than everybody else, and for no reason at all, because uh. I'm not. I'm equally as important as everybody else on this planet. I mean, granted, there are other people that are way more important than other people. I do some real... The hydro generator operator that uh, that does all the transfer for the, the generators that give us power and everything, that guy is really fucking important. Because that is not an easy job, and uh, he's not just clicking buttons. Like, there's a whole... 
without him, there is a whole uh, section of the United States that's not going to get power, that can't get power. You know, you screw that up once, you could destroy billions of dollars in service lines and stuff like that. So that guy is super important, way more important than me. You know, it's like they said, oh, the president's the most important. No, anybody can do that job. It's decision making. Who would be good at it? Nobody knows until, and nobody so far has been good at it. So our, uh, our need every four years for things to change and it's going to change this time and everything, it's ridiculous. It's so crazy because the same thing fucking happens every time. We end up getting a dude that's not going to deliver on his promises or chick. I don't know what's going to happen now. We may end up having a chick. It's just time to get a chick in there. I mean, we've had a um, black guy. We've had a whole bunch of old crusty white dudes. Way more than we should have. And uh, it's just going to keep going, I think. To It's just funny how with that job it's okay to generalize. Like, well, we've had white men doing it, so they're the ones for the job, you know, doing it for, you know, 100 years. And then here comes uh, Barack Obama, and they wanted to keep him out of the club and and all that stuff is just and it's going to change it's it's going to change everything's going to change as they say the same thing every time and we need to rise up as a nation let's rally behind me and i will lead you into the future yeah you know all that good stuff it's it's everything oh i'll fix this i'll fix that i'll fix this and you don't realize is when i get in there there's all these people i gotta make happy and uh, people that donated to me getting into this position that are expecting something in return. And I've got to give it to them. I've really got to give it to them because they could expose me. What I really am. They always got you in a corner when you're in that game. Or trying to, tr you know, get something about you or about your lifestyle that, um, that would make people really dislike you. And that's what they do. That's how they keep you in line and push their agenda. And keep throwing out that crazy shit so other people just keep getting mad at each other and the whole United States is divided in fucking four different fractions of humanity and uh, not only by, by po political influence but by social and economic and even by your jobs. There's some jobs that you do. They look down their nose at everybody else that isn't one. I.e. a police officer. Paramedics. Firefighters. The fraternity of jobs. It's wild. That they're the ones that are put there to serve us. But really in the end. The only people that matter the most. Are their own circle of people. Hmm. We must protect each other. We've got to stick together, guys. There's going to be people saying a lot of bad stuff about us, and we just can't let that happen. Uh, let's let's take down the naysayers. Yeah. Some more. That's my favorite Chappelle skit. Yeah. I'm gonna take it on down the hall to Hillary. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guys, this is something's up, Stephen. Uh, we'll be right back. Uh, I've got to take a short potty break. My dogs and doggettes. I will be right back, I promise. Shh, 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 shh. 
I said, whoa, Sally, whoa. I know my baby's gone. Oh, this is Wolfman Jack up in this mother. Everybody listening, this is for everybody out in the world. Everybody. Come on, come on, get in the middle and give me a hug outward while we play your favorite music, uh, the Wolfman style. Uh, we back in it, everybody, we back in it. <laughs> back in it. Now that would be a really fun voice to do for, I don't know if I could do it for a whole show. Uh, Wolfman Jack Hour. It's gonna be fun, everybody. You gotta get that breathing in there, too. Mmm. French fried tater skins. Mmm. Get that all up in now. Get Theo Vaughn on the show, and he can do the... Now, now, now. That'd be fun. Have uh, Theo Vaughn as a uh, um, co-host. I think I would uh, riff really good with that guy. It's just funny shit. He's got so much stuff going on right now. I don't think that would happen, but it would be a lot of fun. Learn from one of the best in the game, you know what I'm saying? With this music going on in the background, we're just uh, getting back into the second segment of the show. Been on this freaking awesome old rock and roll kick. I love it. Um... It's fun stuff. It's great to listen to and just see uh, and get to hear a lot of where this stuff comes from. It's uh, I never understood the whole kind of audiophile, you know, how you know everybody kind of thought of hi- hipsters, what they call them now, you know. Um, think of the hipsters as the uh, guys, you know, they're always uh, music snob, snobbery, music snobbery, and they know a lot about it. Oh, and you don't know those things. Now, these are people that have already evolved into wanting to know a deeper part of history and know more about rock and roll and specific bands and, and all this stuff that I just thought were snobs before. Now I kind of understand it. I'm not saying I'm a music snob or anything, but I want to research the origins and the history of stuff and how these bands came to be. It's, uh, yeah... It's, uh, that's fun for me. I think it'd be fun. Hope this, I'm getting really bad at doing the video on these, man. That whole first segment, I don't think was recorded at all. I'm trying to get it on the DSLR over here, and, uh, not, uh, happening. So I walked over there as, uh, um, you heard me bumping into stuff. Oh, no, we weren't recording yet. That's right, uh bumped into everything I possibly could and then got the recording going and we'll see how long it'll let me record. Uh, maybe on these I'm limited to 15 minutes or something like that and I'm not. I know what I'm doing wrong. I'm screwing up, man. It's because I don't have one of those flippy um, screens that show me, hey, uh, you're not recording right now. But I do have the other one. Maybe I should be using the camcorder. It's HD as well. I have a camcorder specifically for that. So, maybe that's what I need to do. I need to figure this shit out, though, man. This is getting rough. I think I got something. Um, how I want it, how I'm going to do it, and all that good shit. And then that doesn't work out. And then I got to improvise on the fly and all that good stuff. And then it just never really, uh, never really works out right. So... 
You need to quit doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results because that, sir, is uh, the definition of insanity. You guys ever watch the best clips of like Pawn Stars or some of those old, you know, late 90s, early 2000s shows, the ones that were fun to watch back when they were, uh, it was cool. They've got this new, uh, and I want one of these, uh, it's a lit charger and uh, I've seen a couple ads for them. It's a solar, solar power bank. Yeah, it's a solar power bank. Um, it's a wireless charger. It's got USB ports on it. Um, 20,000 um, mAh. Like, I want... I... Yeah. I definitely... Uh, I want one. Yeah, I'm all, I'm all about that. I'm just sorry, I was watching an ad here, and it's freaking amazing. Yeah, that looks fun. I could I could go and podcast and and do all my stuff all day long with the solar power bank like that. I'm pretty sure um I could. I don't know if the uh the board will run off of just one of those. It might have enough milliamps it should. But I could have everything with me and be out mobile on the run um out in the city. It's kind of my dream is to get out in the city. And be doing this and uh, talking to people, recording some stuff. You know, it'd be a lot of fun. I think it'd be a lot of fun. But this, uh, some of these Pawn Stars videos and, and old, uh, what was the other one I was watching? I can't remember the name of it. Um, it's one with that, the, the two scientists and their freaking Mythbusters freaking love that show too but i used to be a uh a pawn stars freak like that's all i wanted to watch i'd watch it all day long uh love chumley and uh his other son and everything and these freaking uh some of the shit that comes in there it'd just be so so wild just to be able to see touch american history that comes through there and all this other stuff and People bringing in fake stuff when they find out they're so fucking mad. It's greatness. It's sheer and utter madness. But here we are, here we are, here we are again. I'm trying to figure out a direction to go in. Um, I don't know if I should go up, down, left, right, sideways, back, forth. I don't know what I should be doing. Um, I'm having a freezing issue where I freeze up and don't know what to do because I've got so many things on my mind that I need to do right now that I'm not doing them. It's, it's becoming an issue. I'm having a really hard times with that. So I'm trying to correct this behavior and just do it when I think about it. I just do it that way I get it out of the way and stuff's not stacking up and, and, uh, Yeah. Then my phone blowing up and everything. I've been afraid of my phone lately. I don't know why. I'm just not responding to people. and It's, it's a depression mode that I go into. It's just getting worse for me. Because I feel like I should... Uh, 
I need to go with that because that makes me feel better. I need to soothe myself. But really what I need to do is freaking hit that shit head on and throw myself in these uncomfortable situations so they're not uncomfortable anymore. You know? Have these conversations with people that I don't want to have because uh, that's the only way to grow. I'm at a wall where I need to grow. And uh, that's usually uncomfortable for people is uh is that growth especially when you know you have to do it and you're like i kind of like the way i am right now but it's not working so uh yeah lots and lots and lots of fun but i mean it just all comes with time as uh Especially when you become more determined and you start doing something, you get a little bit more confident and your determination um, towards your, your output, uh, it gets a little stronger and uh, you start working the stuff in and then uh, for me right now is, is uh, doing this and not feeling like I'm uh, <clears throat> uh, taking time uh from other stuff this should be you know this is my project this is a passion of mine um i i feel like i shouldn't be doing my hobbies or something like that until um work is done and and that is true it's 100 percent true but i need to be treating this more like work and not just like a hobby if this is something i really want to do and uh something i want to get off the ground and grow into um a really strong uh, fun place for people to come get good content then i need to keep pushing forward and uh, quit holding myself back because when it comes down to it like we've talked about before that's really what it is is uh, me holding myself back thinking i'm i'm helping myself or saving myself from something or you know saving myself from hardships and that's not true not necessarily true at all and i'm creating hardships and uh creating situations i gotta dance around now because i i wasn't uh forward with it in in the first place if i would have been forward with it i would have dealt with it and we wouldn't be in the situation we're in now so you know that's kind of where i'm at with that stuff and following this is my life this is my dream this is my heart. This is my rainbow I'm trying to cross. So I need to do stuff that um, that completes me, that makes me a um, more fulfilled feeling. And that in turn uh, will help other people by me reflecting and, and uh, projecting outwardly um, all of my light, my sunshine from inside and making other people happy because I'm happy. And I'll be, you know, turning the tables. I won't be like, hey, come grind with me. I'm miserable. You want to be miserable with me? Let's do it. Let's go on this grind with me. So, and that's what I'm trying to talk myself into. Convince myself that that is, uh, that's the route that I should take. And uh, other people should too. That's the craziest part about um, uh, dealing with stuff like that and those kind of feelings is... You can be fully aware of what you need to do. And no matter how much you tell yourself that that's what you need to do and everything, it's really you have to physically put this shit into motion and force yourself to do them. Because it is not something naturally that your body wants to do. Um, your body, your brain kind of works like electricity. It's going to go the least path of resistance every single time. 
Um, that'll be where it goes. Some people aren't wired like that. Some people are like, I want to fight everybody. You know, that kind of shit. I really want to uh, uh, go out and get in a fist fight after I have a couple beers. That's fun for me. Some people are just wired like that. It's fucking crazy. But I'm not one of them. My brain will go to the least path of resistance right there. As, um, immediately, my brain starts trying to find ways out um, if I'm getting put in an uncomfortable situation. That's the first thing it's doing is what are my options for getting out and what are the options for me to... Uh, what's the best way for me to get out of this without creating confrontation? How do I diffuse this, you know... How do I make this other person happy so um, it, this isn't a, an issue anymore? So, yeah, that's how I've always been, you know. Um, and then if I get, you know, somebody takes a swing at me or something like that, a whole new side of me takes over, and that's where um, my fighting side comes out. But literally, it takes getting hit. That's not where I, my brain does not go there first. It's like, how can I make this dude or person not mad anymore. I've had chicks come at me, swinging at me, and trying to kitty cat claw my face up and shit over something stupid that I said at a bar. And uh, that was the first thing. I was like, how do I get out of this without, without, without her getting thrown out of the fucking bar? Because I said something stupid, and now she's irate pissed. This really is my fault. You know, been there before. So, uh, yeah, instead of just being like, you know, fuck you, whatever, I don't, you know, I don't care about you, so go screw yourself, you know, I'm like, whoa, 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 I'm sorry, you know, it's my fault, my bad, I didn't mean to piss you off like that, so, um, I'm sure some of, uh, um, people that know me well have been in those situations with me before, because, uh, foot in mouth, uh, disease I have uh, makes me say stupid shit especially when I've been drinking <laughs> I like to fuck with people not so much anymore but I definitely um, used to definitely like to mess with people and just to get reactions see what would happen see if somebody would get mad and up where I'm from there's a lot of Dutch and German um, is Deutsch um, uh, immigration area uh, a lot, a lot of immigrant farmers up where I'm from that uh, migrated into um, Washington State uh, through Canada, uh, like my family did. But yeah, there's uh, just a lot of nice, nice people, and it's really easy to get their goat, and... Uh, it seems like even though Seattle's so close, um, the Whatcom County drags behind the rest of the country a little bit as far as uh, trends, what's new right now. I mean, maybe not so much in Bellingham, but that outer lying areas, um, Linden, Custer, um, Birch Bay, um, Blaine, all of those towns. Um, and there's so many more out there, you know, Deming and all those are just behind the curve just a little bit. They're not on the cutting edge of uh of what's going on in the world and that's they're just on their own wavelength they're just uh they keep their noses down and uh uh take care of their their farms and stuff which is 
um, it's cool to see when you go up there, um, especially like some of my family that just haven't changed much. There's people that are, that are born in my generation that have a freaking accent, you know, just crazy. They grew up here in the United States, but it's the traditional ways and stuff that, you know, like my great grandparents, they, um, uh, spoke their native tongue and taught, um, the other ones which I'm pretty sure is broken English, was their native tongue because I never understood anything that they said in, um, in Dutch. In Deutschmann, never understood it, but that's why I wasn't, ever, I wasn't really sure if I was Polish. Um, my, my uncle used to give me shit saying I was a little, little Polak. And uh, I, I don't know, I guess back then it was... Uh, it was funny to do, but that's, I mean, I literally thought that I was Polish until I was in my 20s. <laughs> and that's pretty funny to me now. I can laugh about it. And I started looking up my family heritage. So I was like, oh, yeah, okay. So my family's from Holland. No wonder I like weed so much. Because my family's from Holland. They're all about the herb skis, man. All about das herb skis. Dove her skis up in my bowl, and then I smoke into my lungs, and then I feel good. Oh, Deutsch, 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 good, yummy, yummies. Yep, that was my my Deutsch and I we song, Deutsch, yummy, yummy. It's a Deutsch, yummy, yummy is what it is. Man, it is noon. And I am sure getting hungry. I'm hungry like the wolf. I didn't feel too good yesterday, so I didn't eat a lot. And man, I'm fucking hungry now. Um, I got to go to the store and stuff. And I was like, man, should I make something? Or should I uh, get something while I'm out? And the only thing that sounds good right now is we made this uh, beef stroganoff the other night. Ho, ho, ho. It's fucking good. That's all I want. That's all I can think about. I'll eat the, is me eating the rest of the stroganoff before um, my wife gets to it. Like, she's not going to eat that. She is not going to eat that. That will be mine. That will be mine. But yeah, I got to get out and about and bring the mask with me. Try not to piss off too many people. Could do a little grocery shopping. Uh, got some stuff to ship. Um, if any of you have um, a good company of where I can have merch made, um, the easiest one to use, I'm just trying to get some t-shirts and hats and stuff like that going on, some, uh, some posters and uh, stuff like that that I can ship out um, for the fans. You know, maybe even other stuff. Maybe, you know, some microphone covers, some... I don't know, I'm just spitballing off the top of my head, you know, some shoelaces that say something's up with Steven on them, like, I don't know, big old freaking gold pendant that's got my face on it, and like, doing the, the showing off my grill thing, I'll be showing off my grill, not really, I don't have a grill, I've been using some new toothpaste, I gotta find out if I can plug it. Though, um, I really want everybody to know about this shit. Like, it works so good. My mouth has never felt cleaner, and my teeth, I don't think, have ever been wider. So, 
um, I'll definitely be wanting to plug that. I'll find out if I can do that tonight. Um, you know, if you guys don't follow us on social media or hit me on the gram or anything like that, maybe you guys should and tell some other people about it. Um, come support us at uh, anchor.fm backslash Stephen Michael Faber. Um, come find our podcast. Um, I will get the link over on the official Facebook page and in the official group. Um, look for at something's up with Steven. Um, become a, a member. You know, like, share, and uh, all of our videos, all that good stuff. You know, come come start checking us out, man. We're gonna get some stuff going on. And if you want to support us and do some some real support here. You can go through Anchor, but you can also go to Patreon. And uh, the Patreon page I am building right now, so I'm going to be putting some stuff on there. I'm just kind of slowly doing stuff. I'll be putting up some behind-the-scenes content is what will be put up on there, and that'll be for Patreon only. You won't see that content anywhere else. So, yeah, that's my uh, PSA. Check us out. Share to all your friends. Tell them about the show. Download it on iTunes. Check it out on Google Podcasts. Come check us out on Spotify. I hear Spotify is actually about to start doing uh, video and stuff for podcasts. I'm not sure what's going on with that. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to be one of those guys, too. I'm going to be making the move with Rogan. And uh, that is... I definitely want to jump on that bandwagon and go do that stuff i wasn't approached by spotify and said hey we want your show over here um i just want to do it i think it's a better place to uh make money and possibly uh, market um my brand a little bit more and that's what it's about is is i'm just trying to share what i have in my heart to the rest of the people in this world, I'm not trying to get rich off of all you. I'm not trying to make you listen to 10,000 ads. I'm just doing me and having fun doing me. And wherever this wild ride goes um, is where it goes. So we will find out what's going to happen in the future. And we just uh, can't do anything about it until then. So until that stuff happens, I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to continue to keep uh, creating content. So... Uh, this Anchor episode, um, this one goes out, the audio only is completely different than the YouTube channel, as well as the stuff I put up on Patreon. This is exclusive to um, Anchor, and uh, um, it's distribution to all the other sites that it goes on, which is Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, um, um, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many, 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 many more. They distributed, I think I'm on 10 different platforms um, through Anchor. And, uh, yeah, if you want to be on the show, um, you can leave me a voice message on um, anchor.fm. Find the icon for our show. Leave a voice message on there. Say, hey, what's going on? Tell us how you like the show. Tell me about your life. Just tell me something. I haven't gotten one voice message yet. I want to see if I can get one by the end of this week. And we will put it um, on the show. It'll be badass. Because that's what we do. We throw it up on the show. You think I wouldn't be... Uh, 
so needy, you know, needing everybody to come actually, you know, like me and uh, share the show with everybody. And you'd think that I'd be a little bit more humble about this, but the truth is, people, I'm not. I need this to take off big time. I need to get rich and and like really fast and i need really fast cars to go with getting rich really fast um i need mansions that have mansions inside of them um i need a diamond ring for um my third pinky that's what i'm talking about i'm just kidding just kidding everybody i don't need all that stuff nobody needs all that stuff you know what i really need I need myself a shack up in the hills. It's my own property that has its own border. Um, enough property that's, you know, I can sustain my life up there. I could create everything that I need and grow and um, farm my own stuff. And uh, I think that's what I need. That's all I really need. Um, all this other stuff. It's nice. Money is nice. But uh, I really want to do something if I ever make a significant amount of money like that, that uh, I want to set myself up something in future generations, um, up with something that they can uh, use if uh, our system fails us, that uh, they'll be able to take off and go, oh, shit, well, guess I'm heading to the property. We'll see you guys in 20 years. We'll see what happens. But I really feel like that's uh, kind of important in these... Uh, these trying times is to be ready so if you don't know how to grow vegetables you should learn how to grow some vegetables if you don't know how to hunt you should definitely learn how to hunt uh, if you don't know how to use a firearm you should learn how to use one properly and uh, if you don't know how to defend yourself you should learn how to defend yourself but how to do basic things like make shelter um, you think about, um, if, if I couldn't get any of the things I have around me tomorrow, what, what of any of this stuff could I make? What could I make here? You know, you gotta be a MacGyver these days because you never know what's going to happen and we may have to start over again. So definitely, uh, it's just a, a thought right now on the front of my brain. I like to share my thoughts with, uh, um, the rest of the listeners, um, see what you guys think about that, you know, leave me some comments on, uh, Facebook, leave me some contents, some comments on the YouTubes, you know, get at me, dogs, I know you guys can do it, I know you guys can do it, because we're all in this together, nobody knows what's gonna happen, but I think if there was ever a time that you should be motherfucking prepared for shit going on, it's right now. It is right now, and now is the time for all that stuff, and uh, keep plugging forward, and uh, let's uh, uh, get rid of this divide that we have. It's, we're not going to, none of us will make it without each other. So we need to take this uh, division of the sheep, whoever is, uh, who is doing this to us and continues to do this to us, um, we need to take this back and take our country back. Um, nothing's going to get better until we do have control of it. So um, here's to the future. Here's to us uh, taking it back 
Um, by no said terms, we just want it back. Right? So let's figure out a plan to put this in motion and make this day fucking great. Let's make this year freaking epic. Let's make this decade the best that there's ever been. And the the most advancement in technology and uh, in science in everything that we do that we just we had the most advanced in this next decade right here and see what we can come up with because we can uh, uh united we stand divided we fall right i mean that just sums it up right there but we're getting to the end of the show guys and gals i want to see pictures of all my listeners send them to me i want to hear your guys's voice get me the voicemails over here uh send me video clips um we can get those put in uh the show as well just say hey um what you like what you don't like if you want to talk some trash let's do that you want to give me some bad media let's do that it's okay just get a hold of me everybody but anyways this is something's up with steven I really want you to look at the person on your right and tell them that you got their back. And I want you to be good to one another, you freaking savages. And if you see somebody trying to cross the street, let them across the street. Make other cars stop. Block the lane. Let them get across there. Just a tip around here you know people are bad about that but anyway um this is something's up with steven and said that again uh you have been listening to this podcast on anchor.fm uh, yes i'm out